D-heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, only on DizRadio.com. Happy Hallowishes, everyone. <laughs> It's time, D-Heads! Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand! Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo! Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show, and happy Halloween. That's right, after some time off, we are back to kick off our 8th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And this is a fun one for show number 216 for the week of October 11th, 2018. We are welcoming back some great friends here to the show, Tobias Jelenic and Larry Bagby. You know them, none other other than Jay and Ice from Hocus Pocus, which is also celebrating the 25th anniversary this year. And Tobias and Larry are going to be stopping in, going down that Hocus Pocus uh, memory lane once again as they stop back as our annual guests. You guys always ask for them. They are back once again and together here in the studio, making it fun, making it exciting, and of course, celebrating Hocus Pocus 25 years later. In addition, no Halloween celebration would be complete without the D-Team. Yes, and we have Michael, who's stopping in from the Disney parks. He's going to be bringing you a little bit of tidbits about somebody wanting to lop off your head. We also have Dominic with those tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and money in the short leash. We have Alexa with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resorts with Disney Parks in 5. And let's not forget a special Halloween greeting from none other than Randy from Disney Multimedia. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire and all kinds of fun. So it feels great to be back once again. The cold air is kind of coming through into the studio. The spookiness is here. The cobwebs are hanging. The pumpkins are carved. And we are ready to kick off our eighth annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration here at the show. So before I jump into that, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castles and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and short on money. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have, and they're going to hold your hand and walk you through the process and treat you like family. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I am excited. The chill is in the air. Halloween, my favorite time of the year. So let's officially kick off show number 216 for the week of October 11th, 2018 with our not-so-scary Halloween celebration.
Einstein's desire to fly through the air has inspired some of the most exciting scenes in the movies. Action! Then come play the studio any Get moving! Down that hole! Hollywood owes its aerial exploits to the gravity-defying skills of the special effects wizards. Cut. Creating images of flight for motion pictures requires the combined talents of many highly specialized individuals. Mostly, mostly what, what I need from Terry is to be able to rotate and to, to pitch like yeah. this. In a and today, we'll take an inside look at the Disney film Hocus Pocus and see how Bette Midler and her fellow witches are kept airborne for scenes of breathtaking broomstick aerobatics. So climb aboard and don't look down. Join us as we take to the sky with the masters of cinematic flight on Movie Magic. It's a nice movie. We are all playing very funny witches. In Disney's comedy thriller Hocus Pocus, a trio of 16th century witches returns from the dead in modern-day Salem, Massachusetts. Like most witches, these three spend a great deal of their time in the air. <laughs> Today, we'll see how special effects artists employ such distinctly different techniques as wire rigs, specialized cranes, and miniature puppets to create the illusion of witch flight. Hi, this is Dora Birch uh, from Hocus Pocus, and you are listening to Disney On Demand. Thank you, Max, for that marvelous introduction. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. <laughs> you can't stop the things I do. I ain't lying. No! No! Don't look at him! Been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back, and there's hell to pay. I put a spell. On you. Good joke. Happy Halloween. Thanks a lot. No, man, I'm serious. You got to have me. I'm not kidding. You have to have me. Okay. 
It's Disney Blues. Disney on demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, OVD heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for our 8th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration, the 8th annual event we've been doing year after year here, full of Halloween fun, special guests, and so much more, and it feels great to be back here at Diz Radio. A lot of fun things, and we are gearing up for Jay and Ice. Yes, Tobias Jelenic and Larry Bagby are back once again. Great friends here at the show, celebrating 25 years of Hocus Pocus, and it feels great to have these guys back to celebrate our annual Halloween event here at the show. So there's a lot of fun things, a lot of news on the horizon, and so much more. So before I jump into that, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show, of course. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's DIZradio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast, archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's DIZradio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DizRadioShow. That's D-I-Z-Radio. S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. All you have to do is search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, quirky, different kind of Disney show. And if you want to hear my voice, the D-Team's voice, our special guests rambling in your ears every single week right away, you can't wait, you want to listen instantly, all you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Search Diz Radio, Disney On Demand, or Disney Blue. Hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released right there on your mobile device, your iPhone, the device of your choosing to listen to the show instantly right away. It is that easy and that simple, and you can find that on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And if I said all of this too fast, all you got to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. You can find all these links there as well. All right. All of that is out of the way, all of you D-heads, so it is time to jump into that news hot off the D-wire, and like I mentioned, there is some good news here this week. And first off, how about the new Aladdin teaser trailer has officially dropped? Now, in the wake of Disney creating all these new remakes, or I don't know if you call them remakes, re-envisionings, whatever you want to do, but, you know, Cinderella, The Lion King, The Jungle Book, uh, Maleficent, you know, basically taking all their animated tales and making them live-action, Yes, Aladdin is one of those. Now, the teaser to the teaser was dropped by Will Smith on his Instagram just the other day saying, hey, it's coming. And now it is officially dropped and it looks pretty good overall. It looks like Aladdin. I'm not going to lie. It looks just like the animated Aladdin. There didn't show too much other than the entrance to the Cave of Wonders. And we get our first look at what Aladdin and the lamp actually look like. But it is fun. It is different. It's only a little over a minute long. It's a teaser trailer. But it is something that sparks my interest. And I will give it a shot. Whether you love the remakes. Whether you hate the remakes. Whether you love the uh, let's make a live action out of all these animated ones. Whether you like it or not. Come on, let's admit it. We're all Disney fans. We're going to go see it. But is it officially dropped? You can find it on YouTube. Check it out. I'm curious as to what it's really going to look like when we get to see that you know, first glimpse of the full, full trailer. I'm guessing around Thanksgiving. Now, since I am talking about new things that are out and about, new things uh, everywhere, how about Disney Channel and Disney Streaming on the Disney Now app? You can get the first three episodes of the all-new Star Wars Resistance. Yes, Star Wars Resistance has debuted. Everyone was sad to see Star Wars Rebels go. It was a fantastic series. I personally loved it. 
Well, now we have Star Wars Resistance, which is done in a really fun animated style too. It's, you know, of course it's digital, but it's made to look like 2D animation. So it is this great animation style. And if you're not sure what Star Wars Resistance is, it's where Poe Dameron recruits young pilot Kazuda to become a spy for the Resistance and keep tabs on the ongoing threat of the First Order. So you are going to see a lot of new characters. Of course, some reprising characters like Poe and many of them that you know from The Force Awakens. And of course, BB-8 being in there. Star Wars Rebels took place between Episodes 3 and 4. And now this one's taking place between Episode 6 and The Force Awakens. So it's fun. It's a great series. You can catch the first three episodes right now on the Disney Now streaming app, along with a lot of great Halloween movies that are on there as well. The Disney Now app has all kinds of Halloween fun. So get ready for that. It is. It's a lot of great stuff, a lot of fun things. But on top of that, uh, you can get it there. You can also download it. You can watch it on Disney Channel. But Star Wars Resistance has officially kicked off. Now, moving into something with the colder weather, the chill in the air, you know, everyone gets a little cold at this time of the year. How about Happy Feet to launch Disney Slippers? Yes, Robert, who you know as Shark on ABC's Emmy Award-winning hit show Shark Tank, is thrilled to announce a collaboration between Happy Feet and Disney. Happy Feet will produce a robust line of plush slippers and proprietary footwear for Disney and Disney Pixar brands, which includes Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Nightmare Before Christmas, Winnie the Pooh, Disney Prince, Frozen, Toy Story 4, and many others. Now, the Happy Feet Slipper Collection is going to be inspired by Disney, and as they have officially released in their press statement, we are delighted to embark on this new journey with Disney. Their expansive portfolio of beloved characters are timeless stories that need to be encaptured and for people to love, especially in a fluffy, Happy Feet kind of way. It is a lot of fun, and it's going to be warm and fuzzy feels all around. Now, the Happy Feet Collection, inspired by Disney, will consist of over 30 styles in its initial release available now and it's going to have a lot of great things with style in mind comfort and each slipper is crafted by hand using all kinds of unique fabrics soft plush and detailed embroidery to bring the characters to life now as the robert has said in his press release a collaboration with disney is the perfect fit for a company like Happy Feet. At Happy Feet, they're not just selling slippers, they're all about having fun. And no better way to do that than by adding Disney and Disney Pixar brands to that mix. It is definitely going to be a fun one. So all of you D-heads, I know we are back. We're back in action here at the show, but I'm keeping news relatively short because whenever I have Tobias and Larry on, We tend to talk for quite some time. They are a fun group of guys, great friends here at the show. So because of that, I got to make room for the D-team. We have Michael stopping in, Dominic, Alexa, Randy, a lot of great D-team stopping in with signature segments. More Halloween fun as we continue on with our eighth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And so much more as we gear up to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus with Tobias Jelenic and Larry Bagby. Yes, Jay and Ice from Hocus Pocus. I mean, ding, 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 stop and pay that toll. So with that, I'm going to end news here this week, end it a little bit early. But before I do that, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is proudly sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is the official sponsor of Diz Radio. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, character interactions, you name it, they're going to hold your hand and walk you through the process. They're vacation specialists with bilingual experts. They're award-winning, and they are going to treat you like family through the entire process. Definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I am going to continue on 
being back here this week after our hiatus, the 8th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration, and so much more as we gear up for our special guests, the D-Team, and all kinds of Halloween spooks and goodies. So let's press on for show number 216 for the week of October 11th, 2018. Now gather round while I elucidate on what happens outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for the midnight jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin, some don't even bother to wear their skin. I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. When the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they'll break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman, he's the worst. When he goes jogging across the land, holding his snagging in a hand, demons take one look and groan and hit the roads for parts unknown. There's no spook like a spook that's mine. They don't like a man who's really burned. Swears to the longest day he's dead, and he'll show them that he can get ahead. windows and lock the doors unless you're careful he'll get yours don't think he'll hesitate a bit cause he'll flip your top if it'll fit he likes them little he likes them big part in the middle or wig black or white or even red the headless horseman heeds ahead with a hip hip hop and a clippity clop he's out looking for a top to chop but don't stop the figure out of swear with a headless man. Wow! So after dark, you kids be good. Stay at home the way that you should. Cause right outside and waiting there is the headless horseman. Beware! Oh man, I'm getting out of here. In their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Right. You want to smash some pumpkins? Nah. Well, then you want to look in windows and watch babes undress? It's three o'clock. They're undressed already. Well, then you think of something. I don't feel so good. Cause you're eating too much candy, you oinker. Yo, witch, get your face off my shoe. Uh, Wrong boy. Oh, sorry, Winnie. Why, why, why was I cursed with such idiot sisters? (laughs) Just lucky, I guess. (gasps) Oh, man, how come it's always the ugly chicks that stay out late? Chicks. We haven't much time left. We shall have to. We shall have to make the potion from memory. Hey, let us out of here. We're really sorry. We think you're really cute. Hush.
Hey D-Heads, this is Alexa coming at you again with this week's episode of Disney Parks in 5. Starting off in Walt Disney World, Toy Story Land is freaking awesome. I mean, we've known that for a little while, obviously. And now, Halloween time is in full swing, and Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party is full of awesomeness. Including the famous Boo to You parade, and character meet-and-greets... The scary bride at the Haunted Mansion, all the cool stuff. All the cool stuff. This past week at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, the stars of Disney Channel's Raven's Home visited and had a fun, awesome time. I'm jealous. I wish I could have gone there. On Tuesday, September 18th, 2018, was national or international, sorry, Talk Like a Pirate Day. So guests at the Disney World Resort were all about that, especially in Adventureland near Pirates of the Caribbean. The Walt Disney World Resort is introducing a new online destination for vacation planning with date-based tickets. This way is supposed to be easier, and it begins on October 18th at DisneyWorld.com. Guests will be able to access the new online vacation planning destination and purchase tickets priced by the date of visit. These changes are designed to simplify the booking experience, give guests an enhanced way to purchase theme park tickets, and help them more easily plan the Disney vacation of their dreams. And discover value options. You can continue your planning with the My Disney Experience still. Um, you can explore different ticket types and add-ons. Well, that's cool. Moving on to Disneyland, soon, Earl of Sandwich, the restaurant that they took out, is returning for a limited time to the downtown Disney district at the Disneyland Resort, which is so exciting. Um, everybody loves that restaurant. Another awesome thing is Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort, especially in DCA. They just started last year kind of doing the Halloween decorations at DCA and oh my gosh, they're my absolute favorite. I literally, I go just to go to DCA, which is not exactly common for me. <laughs> I prefer Disneyland most of the time, but California Adventure really rocks it during Halloween time now. Speaking of Halloween time, the Haunted Mansion Holiday Overlay over in Disneyland has a new gingerbread house as it always does every year. This year, it has a giant spider, and the spider is webbing. How do you say that? Creating a web? Webbing? Oh, man. Ugh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Around the gingerbread house, and literally the spider is huge and so colorful and cool to see. And scary. <laughs> also in Disney's California Adventure Park, Miguel from Coco joins the musical celebration of Coco as the Plaza de la Familia returns to Disney's California Adventure Park in Pixar Pier. Which, oh my gosh, you guys, I have seen this in real life and on YouTube. It is so cool, it makes me want to cry. So, I was in Disneyland last week at the Downtown Disney District and Naples, the pizza restaurant in the downtown Disney district was like under major construction and I was just like, what the heck? But now, um, on Disney Parks blog, they just announced that 
the Naples restaurant and pizzeria will unveil a new upstairs dining area at the downtown Disney district. So that's what that was for. And it's probably gonna be awesome. Like imagine looking out at the downtown Disney district from higher up and not have to stay at the Grand Californian. It'd be, it'd be nice that way. Thank you for listening to Disney Parks in 5 with me, Alexa. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Theme Park Author. You can find me on Instagram, Theme Park Author Alexa. You can find my books on Amazon. They're all titled Disney Till You're Dizzy. I have two books about Walt Disney World and one book about Disneyland. Love, 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 love what I do and I hope you guys um, will enjoy them also. Also email me at A-L-E-X-A. That's Alexa at DizRadio.com. Always remember that there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day, and I'll see you next time for more Disney Parks in 5. <laughs> to the haunted mansion, you're invited for a Halloween party. I'm so excited. Mickey and Minnie are waiting at the gate. They need your help to decorate. So come on, come on, come on, join in. The Halloween party is about to begin. Come on, come on, join in. The Halloween party's about to begin. The haunted mansion's a haunted house. Halloween's fun with Mickey Mouse. Listen up, you goblins and ghouls. Dress up and have fun. And those are the rules. You can trick or treat with a skeleton. Make no bones about it, it's fun. <laughs> The Sanderson witches are flying into town. And now everyone's in for a real treat. Greedy little beggar. Winnie's the wickedest. Hello. 
Sarah's the sexiest. Would thou dance with me? And Mary's the hungriest. No time for snacking. They're here to have some fun and practice a little witchcraft. If they could only get it right. And she did it. Hocus Pocus on video cassette. Of London late at night. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper, with a little black bag that's oh so tight. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper, he's got a big black cloak hanging down his back. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper, well that's a one bear cat that just a hate to fight. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper, well it was. The street, every girl he meets says, Your name is Blouse. Jack the Ripper, when she walks down the street, he's never far behind. With his little black bag and his one track mind. Will he really catches up when the lights go down? At the time he starts his dirty uh, shop around the ripper, the ripper. When he walks down the street Every girl he meets says Your name is Blonde <laughs> Never catch him, cause he's a much too clever. He's much too clever. Mm, but if they do, man, they'll get the leather, yeah. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper, the Ripper, Jack the Ripper. With the streets of London, can never save the Ripper, Jack the Ripper. Whenever Jack the Ripper ever shows his face, the Ripper. So you pretty little girl, let's take my advice. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper. And don't walk the streets of London late at night. The Ripper, Jack the Ripper. Well, he walks down the street, every girl he meets says, Your name is Blah. Everyone, this is Dominic, and welcome to another edition of Disney's Short Leash. If you're new to the segment, a short leash isn't what Disney should use to keep their Hollywood directors from tweeting. No, the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they are short on time or short on money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. A question we get all the time from friends is how do we plan our Disney trips? The WDW Plantoon show that my wife and I do originally was going to be a trip planning podcast where we just record ourselves making the decisions and arrangements for upcoming trips. 
We quickly found out that looking things up on the internet makes for terrible radio. So we make snarky Disney World themed cartoons instead. But for today's topic, I'll take you through how we go about planning a Walt Disney World trip for our family. All right, there's a couple things we got to get out of the way. First, this is how we plan. Everybody, and I mean everybody, has an opinion, a strategy, a book, a blog, a vlog. Everybody has their way to vacation plan. Everybody thinks theirs is the best. And all I'm doing is just presenting ours. Second, I rarely plan short lease trips. What? I know what you're saying. You mean we've been 15 seconds skipping your segment to get to the songs for almost two years and you don't even take a short lease trip? Uh, no, I said I don't plan them. I've taken 10 four-day and under trips to Walt Disney World for work over the last two decades, and these trips have given me plenty of time to practice seeing as much of Walt Disney World as possible in a compact amount of time. We also took a surprise three-day trip with our kids over Christmas almost two years ago, but for the most part, if we're taking the family, we're planning a longer trip. Seven days is a minimum for us. So we start planning a trip with delusions of grandeur. It's a cornucopia wish list of all the things we want to do if there is no such thing as money, responsibility, or consequences. The trip we're planning now is to take the family sometime within the next 12 months down to Disney to celebrate six wonderful years of marriage, also known as our 20th anniversary. Where to start? Well, we need to get there, so let's start with travel. We look at flying. We live over a thousand miles from Disney World. Of course, we could fly and have our bags magically appear in our rooms after we're whisked away in a fun bus. The actual experience is not all it's cracked up to be because, you know, there are tons of other people rudely wanting the vacation at Disney World too. so you get the first of many spending time waiting in a queue experiences, and you're still at the airport. And even if we scored $100 tickets each way, we've just burned $1,000 in less than five hours in the air, plus the six hours or so at the airport total before and after each flight, another two hours round trip on the magical bus, the two hours to get to and from the airport to the house, and it's still about 15 to 17 hours total just to fly. And that's about the time it takes to drive one way. So maybe by flying I save 15 hours, but I save a minimum of $600 by driving, and that includes $200 for gas and about $200 for parking. So this is what I mean by starting out with grand ideas and then bringing it down to earth. The plane is out, the Chevy Equinox is in. Now we need a place to stay, so it's onto the hotel. Now the longer you stay, the better there is in the ticket value. However, I found the longer that we stay, the less likely we are to book an on-property resort. Let me explain. On the day we arrive at Disney World, we always forego the park ticket and tour or hang out at the resorts. My wife loves the Polynesian Resort. I have always wanted to stay on the Savannah at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we looked at staying at either of these two places. For a party our size, it's either two rooms or some kind of studio or villa. The cost of this was around $500 to $650 a night, depending on where we went. So if we were to stay at the resort for nine days or so, which would be like seven park days and a day for arrival and a day for departure, we we're talking a minimum of like $4,500. So a plane and a deluxe room is creeping up to six grand territory, and we haven't even done anything yet. Not to mention, it's an anniversary trip, and we have three kids in the room. That's not romantic. That's not magical. I'm not even sure if that's legal. That's a recipe for therapy. Luckily, the area around the parks is ripe with various hotel options, all of which are in competition with each other, making the prices lower and greater amenities more affordable. Once you've decided to stay on property, a Disney resort is really just competing with themselves. You're getting... 
theming and convenience, but even their value properties, which are more motel than hotel, are running more than a suite elsewhere. So at that point, really, what's the point? Now, they do entice you with perks like consistent transportation and extra magic hours, airport shuttles magically expressing you to and fro, and meal plans of dubious merit. And if I was on a short trip, I might splurge for an on-property hotel. But that extra $200 or so a night becomes over $1,000 over the course of a week-long trip. And truthfully, as park people who like to get every minute out of their park ticket, the hotel is just going to be a place where we spend the time where we're not conscious. So instead, we're going to find a place that's close by where two rooms or a room with two rooms costs around $150 a night, where breakfast is free, saving us another $70 a day. Google it right now, you'll find plenty. Maybe, just maybe, to splurge, you'll spend one night at the Poly or Animal Kingdom Lodge. Maybe it's the day we arrive or the day that we leave. It's going to be one of the days where we don't have a park ticket. That way we can actually enjoy the hotel. Last but not least, the parks. How many days? Well, over the years, we've done a lot of combinations. We've done seven days at Disney, two days at the park that shall not be named, one day at Blizzard Beach. We've done seven to ten days just at Disney. You name it. Pie in the sky, we do seven days at the four Disney parks, two to three at the park that should not be named, and two at Blizzard Beach slash Typhoon Lagoon. Now let's take out the variables. Let's just deal with the four main parks. And value-wise, 10 days make sense. By that point, a ticket is only running you about $11 each. However, even a cheap hotel with parking and food makes the day closer to an extra $300 a day. And for this reason, we scale back our dreams and ambitions to seven park days. Day one, Magic Kingdom. Gotta start with a castle. Nobody gasps at a replica of a California movie theater with a stage and screen in front of it. Day two, Animal Kingdom. Day three, Hollywood Studios. Day four, Epcot. Day five, back to Animal Kingdom. Day six, it's the cleanup day. This one might be up to the kids, or maybe it's someplace where we need to finish some rides off or catch up on something we missed. Our final day seven is at the Magic Kingdom. You say goodbye to a castle, you don't say goodbye to a tree. And there you have it, making big plans and have them crashing down the earth like Thanos tossing a moon. Well, that's short-leash people. I hope you enjoyed the tip. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at Dominic at DizRadio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at DizRadio.com. I also could be found on the internet. My Twitter handle is at WDW Plantoons, and I can be found on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting Plantoons.com. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening.
home now? No. Let's just go this way. Ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Stop and pay the toll, kid. Ten chocolate bars, no licorice. Dump out your sack. Dropped it. More. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Yo, Twerp, how'd you like to be hung off that telephone pole? Yeah. I'd just like to see you try, because it just so happens I've got my big brother with me. Max! <laughs> Hollywood! <laughs> oh, no! Oh! <laughs> You're doing a little trick-or-treating. <laughs> Ding-dong! Woo! Ah! <laughs> Just taking my little sister around. Mmm, that's nice. Whoa, I love the costume! Yeah! But what are you supposed to be? A new kid on the block? Wait a minute. Everybody pays the toll. Stuff it, zip face. Why you little? Hey! Ice. Here. Pig out. Come on, Daniel, let's go. Jerk. <laughs> In Hollywood, the shoes fit great. <laughs> Lights. Camera. Action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And we are here in the heart of October and our not-so-scary Halloween celebration, the 8th annual event. And it wouldn't be Halloween here at the show if we didn't bring back some of our favorite bullies, our favorite candy eaters, and of course are just favorite guys all around and friends of the show. Yes, they are really stuck in the 90s with their clothing, and they are ready to grab all the goodies from your Halloween sack. We have none other than Tobias Jelanek and Larry Bagby here back with us once again because you always ask for them, and now they're here once again to celebrate Halloween. Welcome back to Diz Radio. Actually, I'm Jay, and this is Ernie. How many times are you going to tell me my name ain't Ernie no more? It's ice. Yeah, we just, we never get tired of it we love to do that everywhere we go jonathan (laughs) you know that's the kind of thing you guys have been on this show so many times over the years and i gotta say that you know you are here all the time it's always fun and i mean does it ever get old hearing about hocus pocus and jay and ice and are you in the middle of a grocery store and you're shopping and they're like come on can you just say it please can you just say it please and you're like all right i gotta put down the broccoli and just say it please (laughs) you know i i don't think anybody's ask me to say any of my lines, but they've come up to me and said my lines to me, which is pretty <laughs> amazing. We found something, um, you know, on Instagram, uh, was it Jay and Ernie or Jay and I? You guys are so good. Yeah, with the hashtags. Yeah. We had never done it before. We had never plugged in the hashtag Jay and Ernie and then Jay and I. There are different tag people do, but hundreds of posts came up. It was amazing, like all these people in their costumes of us. Who are those guys that and did that video? I don't know. These guys, if you check it out, I posted it on my Instagram, and, and Tobias did as well. And his is just Tobias Jelenic, and mine's Larry Bagby. You know, Instagram. We kept it. We made it very complicated and crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's them doing the scene. Uh, the cemetery. just did, yeah. yeah. And they 
it had they're spot on with the with the outfits and everything. Like I don't even know where kind these guys of, found these. Yeah, unless they maybe they sewed them themselves yeah. or something. But yeah, I well, couldn't even find anything like that. I, didn't, I don't know where they get these costumes. Well, you know, and you're always touring around, Larry, with your music and things like that. Now, you know, at some point you're going to be touring and somebody's going to go to the show and they're going to be sitting there pointing to the back of their head with ice shaved in the back of their head during one of their performances. I foresee that happening. <laughs> yeah, that's when we're like, security. Uh, <laughs> which guy are we chasing? The guy with the word ice in the back of his head. Um yeah, interesting. I'm, I I don't look forward to that day. <laughs> I'm going to keep singing and praying that that doesn't happen. Well, you know, we did, um, we, we, just last week, we went to the 25th anniversary Hocus Pocus Bash at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and there was a moment. We were doing a rehearsal on, did an amazing set on stage, and we were going through, and we can talk more about that, but the point of this story is there was a moment where Kenny Ortega, you know, Hocus Pocus director, was down in the audience. He was kind of, you know, watching everything. He had a microphone and talking to us on stage. And he said, he said uh, well, what happens is we, is the the host, who was Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens and yeah. Jordan, Fisher, Jordan Fisher, they're awesome, by the way, and apparently are big fans of the movie as well. So everybody's taking pictures of each other. We're all yeah. fans of each other, which is kind of fun. Um, but anyway, we do a bit, and then we turn around and look at the screen, and that's where, you know, we watch a couple scenes from the movie. And, and I turned around, and Kenny goes, Larry, Larry, would would you have a problem shaving the word ice in the back of your head for this? I'm like, we're like, we're like 20 minutes away from the show. I'm like, if you can find somebody, I can't afford it. Myself. Larry was game, is all I will say. I could, t- You know, we ended up getting... You know, we went and did, you know, like some grooming and, and wardrobe changes, but I could see it in Larry's eyes. Oh, sure he would have done it. Uh, for the right money, I'd do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we actually considered, it would have been a great bit to just have um, me with like a, a, a toupee that's kind of like not on the top of my head, but on the back of my head. So it's like a mullet, like black toupee. And then, and then at one point I go to adjust it and it's like, Ice in the back. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just had, it's, a, it's a funny reveal, just being like, this movie has meant a lot to us, but we've yeah. worked a lot more since then. And then it's, let's turn around and watch some clips, and then let's turn around ice in the back. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The thing is, too, that the movie has gained such a cult status. I mean, over the years, and I got to admit, you guys, you know, you got to back me up on this. We were ahead of the curve because we have had you guys on for the last eight years, you know, eight years of pumping Hocus Pocus with you guys, with you, Thora, uh, so many people involved with this film. And now, you know, everybody coming onto our show. Now, with that, did you ever think that you would get to the status where it is so popular, everybody loves it, it has this cult status, so much so that people like Vanessa Hudgens, who was like two when it came out, really love this film too. You know, um, number one, you were first, Jonathan. Yes. You're way ahead of the curve. You're, you're first and you will be last. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you got us, they call it grandfather us. Right. <laughs> we're in the deal with you forever, lifelong. Contract. But, you know, the thing is, this time of year, we are seeing it on Instagram and Twitter primarily. And it's it's like the gifts and everything else are just cranking out. You'd think it gets old, but somehow they just compound and seem to get more and more popular. 
And I think so much of it has to do with, you know, just like we saw with Vanessa, she, she grew up with this film. Same with Jordan. Jordan is going on and on how every Halloween is like, this was the jam. You know, he would watch, t- you know, Turner Classic movies and then click over and Hocus Pocus just became a part of their lives. And I don't think, I mean, you jump in if you want, Larry, but I don't think I, there was any clue that it would become this popular or become what seems to me at least like a cult classic. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's amazing. Even some of the Hollywood stars of our day, we found an article or someone sent something to us. Rolling was, Stone. Yeah, Rolling Stone uh, in that. Stone. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. and Emma Stone are good friends. And they were talking about one of their favorite things to do is, like, cozy up and watch Hocus Pocus. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind cozying up with them to watch that. They <laughs> have eyes in the back of my head any night. <laughs> Or day. Well, you, you know, you guys, you guys will get to that point though, where you're going to get somebody dressed up like Sarah Jessica Parker in her witch costume, trying to seduce you guys. Uh, kind of happened already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the anniversary, this, this event, we couldn't have been in a more hundred. I mean, there were thousands of it was fans. like having all of our fans, yeah, and the ones that were dressed up. And there were some really pretty witches. <laughs> I mean, especially the Sarah Jessica Parker girls. Yeah, it'll be a... And they were yeah. flirtatious. They, Tobias, down, Tobias is... Yeah. <laughs> he's married with kids, but, you know, he's still got the ladies' touch, some special uh, swag. His wife's going to have to watch I out. I stayed away. Yeah. So <laughs> um, But, yeah, it, it was it was pretty phenomenal, these costumes. There was a big costume contest. It was a part of the special. You know, it airs October 20th on Freeform. There were thousands of fans who were brought into the audience. It was all, you know, televised. Of course, you know, it, it wasn't live because they're going to edit it down. But they had to turn people away. It For those like double capacity. Yeah, double. They were saying 2,500, but it ended up being more like 4,000. People. It was it was amazing. It was amazing. a zoo, yeah. but it was yeah, it was awesome. Uh, some of the other people that Kenny brought in, um, I think he pulled all of his favors for this, but it was probably not that hard to do because these kids are Everyone all is, fans yeah, of the movie. Yeah. But a bunch of the Descendants kids, Cameron Dove, yeah. uh, also Jordan Sparks yeah. from uh, American Idol, correct? And, um, and the Osborne ladies, the Osborne ladies also the Perry, costume contest. Uh, Perez Hilton. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty just awesome. There was just, it was like a star-studded situation. We were just cruising around, and people wanted to take pictures with us. And we're like, we kind of want to take pictures with you, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and doing a special, too, then, because, I mean, everybody is this huge family, and it's this huge thing getting its recognition that it deserves. 25 years, the 25th anniversary. And I guess with that, too, were there some other memorable moments? Because I did see pictures of you guys in cages, and I remember the last time that we talked, you guys were talking about getting poked in the butt while you're hanging in your cages, and so many other things. But were there some great memorable moments and things that, you know, happened during the 25th anniversary? And, you know, because there have been those photos on Instagram and any other places. I guess, you know, was it, what was it like jumping back into the cages once again for all the Hocus Pocus fans? Well, for some of us, it was easier than others. <laughs> it was cool. I, it was, was scary a little bit. I will say this. I had no idea there were going to be cages until we showed up. I had one hit, <laughs> and that was... A, I didn't believe, I thought you were pulling my emails. leg. I got yeah. an email a couple yeah. days before What's how tall are you? Yeah, what? six two. Why? Yeah. Uh, we want to fit you for the cages. I'm like, wait, what? What? Because <laughs> <laughs> we did interviews before, 
so, it, which was a lot of fun. The whole cast went into a studio and we were doing interviews talking about the film. Um, but the cages were definitely a highlight. I, I think there were also a couple moments, like I remember, you know, we, we did a rehearsal with Kenny and then, uh, Thora Birch, uh, Omri Katz, Larry and myself, we were on stage and, we, and also with Doug Jones. And we got to have this moment where we said, you know, let's grab a photo. And so, one of the, uh, the, the riggers, he grabbed the camera and it was this really cool moment where we were all on stage together and it was like, wow, what, a, what a reunion, what a moment, just a quiet moment where suddenly we were all together again for the first time in 25 years. And I think a lot of people were feeling that magic. You know, it was the first time getting to speak to the creators, you know, David Kirshner and Mick Harris and, and, uh, just so cool. Nobody had any idea what this film was going to become. And this was a moment of acknowledging that and celebrating what it's become over the years for so many people. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and like you said, no one had any clue how big this was going to be. I mean, we did here at the shore, of course. You know, we've been doing it for the last eight years. We knew. But, you know, it's one of those things where I guess, you know, in an event like this and now seeing how many people love it, was it fun to catch up with everybody as well? Because, you know, people like Omri, I mean, he's fallen out of the limelight over the years. You know, so he was even there for this. I mean, so many people and, you know, so many people turned out for this. Like I said, the entire cast, Omri and so many people what was it like catching up with everybody was it just like going back into the family yeah that was that was pretty phenomenal it's interesting because um the agent that i had at the time when i booked hocus pocus was also um omri's agent or manager so she reached out to me and had mentioned that even omri was going to be a part she was able to convince him to at least go have dinner with kenny and uh and he went and caught up and thought this would be a good time to come back. It sounds like a it sounds like a good one or well worth it. So it, it was pretty magical to see all those guys and it felt the same, you know, in so many ways while we're sitting there. I just remember the energy between us all. Tobias and I always had kind of the closest friendship because we worked together so closely in all the scenes and we're And I don't know if you remember he became my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that last time we <laughs> called that the guardian? I became, became his guardian. guardian. We had people pitching it. They said we want to bring that. We want to pitch this story. We got to do the, a, a film called The Guardian. Take us back to the nineties, <laughs> where two kids just running amok through Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, it, he, he's serious. Like the, when we booked the movie, you were sixteen. I was fifteen. Fifteen, and I was seventeen. So I was not yet an, a legal adult, but about. Three months into it, I became an adult. I became 18 years old. Then I was able to become his guardian. His mom figured out that she didn't have to show up if she handed over. Well, we convinced her of that. Uh, I think she would have liked it. And we said, wait a second. Maybe we can convince my mother to sign over to you. And then... And then there's per diem that enters the equation, Jonathan. There's hotel rooms. What's per diem? I didn't let Larry see any of that per diem, but it worked out great for me. Wait a minute. Ah, I, knew I, was I had to pay for all my meals on the office. Why did you have a first, you had a first class room? And yeah, because man. I was in Santa Barbara. I was a uh, Santa Barbara kid. And, and did you so, know, yeah. did you know that that was his first audition, Jonathan? <laughs> for Hocus Pocus, that was yeah, him just getting into Tobias. the mix. Tobias, his first audition, he was scouted by a Disney scout in a play he was in in Santa Barbara. 
Tell them all about that. That's pretty phenomenal. Well, it was fun. I was like yeah. a vet at that point. Yeah. I'd been a, yeah, just smoking cigarettes and drinking. And, no. I've been doing it for, for, I guess, professionally for about six or seven years. Yeah. So it took a while for me to kind of get to that point. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because um, that was a long a long time ago now, and uh, because it's the 25th year, you know, there, there's a lot of reunions taking place. I um, recently I got in touch with the the director. He, he works with high school kids up in Santa Barbara still, and I haven't spoken to him since I, I did this play called Grown Ups, which is where Disney Scout came to, and it led to Hocus Pocus audition where I you know went to a, a cattle call and it was my first audition and. And the next time I went in was with Larry. They paired me and Larry up, and, you know, that's when we were in the room, and, and they left us in there alone, and, and I, you were I doing a headstand, and you were doing, like, a head spin. I was kind of excited, I guess. I just thought that's what L.A. I was actors also, did. Well, I was yeah. also in the breakdancing. Oh, thing. that's right. Did I ever show my, my backspin? No. Okay, because I didn't know how to do that. Yeah, my favorite was the windmill. <laughs> Still got it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. The windmill. Yeah, but but it's interesting. Just is I'm you know we're we're doing different press because people everywhere love this film, and so doing a little hometown thing in Santa Barbara, and we'll be going on you know the morning show there and doing something with the news press, and uh, we also have People dot com. Yeah, and Entertainment Weekly did a a little spread on, on yeah the, on the the movie and the reunion. So I think people are excited to talk about it and, and share the news yep. as much as we are, which is real fun. Right. And like you guys said, you've done so many things since then as well. You know, I mean, I always see Tobias popping up on shows here and there like Stranger Things and Arrow and commercials. And all the time he is, he's popping up everywhere. And Larry, you're always busy with music and recently been getting back into television and things like that. And it's funny how every Halloween... Everybody converges, gets back together, and it's just one of those things where, you know, I'm surprised that you guys have never tag-teamed or done any of these numerous Comic-Cons and conventions because, you know, you guys would have lines out the table who would want a picture or an epic photo op with Jay and Ice. <laughs> well, we would love that opportunity. If anybody's interested in the, or hears us now, uh, reach out. You know, we're pretty easy to get a hold of through our websites or um like like we said, we're on Instagram and and we're we're kind of trying to keep up with everybody that that we meet along the way and and get back with people. We're talking to Doug yeah, Jones. Doug Jones had a great idea for us. He yeah. said maybe we could be added to the roster we'll do it with him. Yeah, he has an agent that apparently gets him out uh, on a lot of these like Buffy, Sci-Fi, uh, Hocus Pocus as well. I didn't realize he was in Buffy as well. Jeez. He's yeah. been in everything, Jonathan. He's yeah, yeah. Doug's been everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Usually in makeup, but he's been everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's a creature he's actor. Such a yeah. great guy. Doing yeah. Star Trek now. Yeah. With this, too, because it is the heart of the season, the heart of Halloween and all things Halloween here. Like, you know, let's face it, we're all getting older. And with that, you know, getting older, things like that. Tobias, you're like me. You're now a father. Uh, you know, all of that stuff. Now, are they growing up watching this film as well? Are they watching this movie and they're like, Dad, what's up with those outfits? Or are you even showing them this film? Well, here's the thing, Jonathan. People love the outfit now. I, I'm so, but I can't tell you how many how many fans are like, you know, they have you as this kid growing up in Salem, Massachusetts, and you know, you guys are acting like you don't know what's going on in L.A. But that outfit, what you were wearing from 
92 or 93 was just way too hip. I'm I'm still a little shocked by this, but um, it's back now. It's back really? now, John. The we jackets go, yeah, are the jackets are everywhere. We know because we went shopping <laughs> for them. Yeah, we had because we were doing like a kind of a nod to the costumes that we had, and we're like, are we going to be able to find this stuff? And that leather jacket is everywhere now. Yeah. Leather jacket, you know, Fisher hat rolled up, right? Than ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say the flannel backwards hasn't caught on yet, but, you know, we'll see where we are by 2028. Yeah. Might just be a kilt. Yeah. And I don't know how old your children are, but have they watched this movie with you? So this is the real question, Jonathan. I We have a one-and-a-half-year-old, Julian, and then Jack is four. So... We were talking to the, you know, I was talking to, like, you know, mentioned to David Kirshner and, and, and Mick Harris, and I'm trying to get a feel for at what point can you, you know, show well, to your kid. Well, if it's any consolation, my oldest is 12, and I have four kids. I have a gaggle of children here in the Johnson household. So I was showing her her first time of Hocus Pocus when she was five. It wasn't scary. It was fun, a family film. And all the references about being a virgin were so far over her head, it didn't make a difference. And now this year, she's 12, and she's like, virgin, hmm, I've had health class, Dad. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly the layers to this film, I mean... You know, that's the thing about this film. I had a fan, he wrote a book called Hocus Pocus and Focus. Oh, I, I got that. You got it? Yeah. I yeah. Think, I think Jonathan... Do you know about this, Jonathan? Refer me to that guy? Aaron Wallace? Andrew Wallace, yeah. Aaron? Aaron Wallace, yeah. Was that you that referred me to him? Yes, Aaron. Yeah, great guy. Yep. Yeah, he's the one that I so told Hocus you to Focus get in contact Focus, with. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, that but it's wonderful. I mean, it's it. Of course, I mean, from you know, so many references and and just observations that I certainly never caught. But it's just a, it's just a, I, I guess, an example of I, how much people do read into this film or how much they've watched it and these certain connections. Yeah. I think that's what's happened is they've blossomed over the years, and right. a part of it is kind of what you're talking about with your daughter, where you watch it first as a children's film, and it's. You know, it's a family film. And then for adolescents, as they start moving into puberty and high school, the film does comment on that dynamic, especially with the, you know, the Omri Katz and Vanessa Shaw characters. And there's a lot of references to that, in particular at this 20th anniversary show. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're all making jokes about, you know, it took that long for us. Virgin yeah. <laughs> light candle. And you know your black candle. We won't now. give it away, but hey, there Jonathan. is a new virgin who lights the candle in special. That's and you'll right. never guess who it is. That is right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, they are talking about remaking this film, of course, for a new generation. I've talked about this over the years with you guys and so much more. But, you know, things like that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, sometimes remakes are good to carry on a story for a new generation to re-enlighten it and keep that that energy and good storytelling going. And other times, they flop and tank completely. Look at the the new Nightmare on Elm Street. It was garbage without Robert England and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, I guess, where do you guys stand on this? Or are you going to have to plead the political answer and say, it's great for everybody? Uh, we don't stand ever. We're in cages, mostly. And where we're at <laughs> in our cages. Uh, I think the the feeling is that it just wouldn't be the same as a reboot. People want to see those witches the way that they are. And they could come back anytime. They were, they were old in the very beginning, and they could be young or old again. They all looked 
fantastic still and with makeup. And I, I think it would be great to incorporate all of us into the story as generations later. And maybe the bullies had a cursed, you know, couple of kids that are also bullies and they have to now deal with. You know what I could see, guys? What I could see is I could see them having to visit this house at the end of the block. And, you know, it's what are these two guys? They're cranky. They're crabby. Uh, everyone's like, don't go there. Those are where the crabby old men live. And they're bitter and old. And, you know, you're like, I don't want to tell the story about these witches. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, we were, were backstage. <laughs> yeah, we were, they were doing a lot of behind the scenes for the special which was a, a great way just to talk with other castmates and, and also the, you know, the, the creators. And this question was asked. And David Kirshner's reply was no comment. So, you know, I think the question of is there going to be yeah. a focus focus too? So, yeah. What, what was that? What do you think that meant? Do you think it's a, it's a legality thing? Cause yeah. he was kind of like, we're not going to. Is there going to be a hocus pocus? We're here. not talking about that right now. I think it's been asked so many times, and it's just another. It's a it's a great compliment because people love the story and would like to see more of the story. I mean, I've been I've had people contact me on Instagram because I guess there's a book. Have you seen this, Jonathan? The Hocus Pocus two book where somebody wrote a hypothetical, and I, I'm like oh, a principal, really? a high school principal in it. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Have, yeah, I don't know where it came from. I'm never and I'm, and I'm still in school. You're still, I'm still in high school. Oh, yeah, okay. I come no, and feed you. Yeah. Here's no, a candy no, yeah. no. I'm in the yeah. science lab. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. experimenting on me. <laughs> but I'm still alive. What are you doing? Um, yeah. So that's the. I, I, I yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, what's interesting is that you know the question is still asked, right? That it hasn't been made year after year this thing doesn't made there are new rumors that pop up i mean you remember it was last year the year before where it kind of took to twitter and you even had bet midler and sarah jessica parker and kathy and jimmy kind of chiming in yeah saying they'd be down for it yeah but then that kind of came down kenny has said the same he was saying this thing he's like we want it you know everybody wants it the cast wants it so let's why are we doing it but this is the first thing that has happened right where for the 25th anniversary you at least have everyone coming together and celebrating the film. And what's cool is it wasn't just a rehashing of the old story. It was more the cultural impact it's had, whether it's the thousands of fans, people. I mean, we met these incredible girls from Pasadena who have gone viral as the witches and they were flown down. Portland, Portland, yeah, Portland, Portland, Sanderson sisters. And they're, I'm sure they weren't the only one people from around the country were coming together and, it's more than just a film, yeah. right? It's become a, a lifestyle. A cultural <laughs> a lifestyle. And it's, it's, it's all your life. We're speaking to you from cages right now, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Tobias, can you give me some of that licorice? Yeah. Can you reach yeah, that? Okay, so, um, yeah. You know, the other thing that's, that's interesting that we just found out is um, they're putting Hocus Pocus back in the theaters. <laughs> AMC's got it lined up from the 26th to the 31st. In theaters across the nation, like there's like 47, 40, yeah, 44, yeah. 47 states and, and dozens of theaters in every state. So go really check cool. it out back in the theaters again and enjoy the experience you probably never had in the theater because it wasn't in the theater I that don't think long. we really had it because we they weren't full. Yeah, you weren't in and there were like only a few people in the theater. Yeah, but not only that, but it, the time they released it is bizarro. It July. July. Nobody wants to hear about ghosts and goblins in July. 
Now, you know what's funny is I remember seeing it in theaters because I was fresh off getting my driver's license. I had a new girlfriend, and it was a date night movie. So I can only say that I probably only saw half of the movie. Uh, somebody likes okay. like the black flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> get in, get in. <laughs> it's fond memories there, but it also dates my age. Sure, now you have five kids. Hey, four? Four. <laughs> You know, say, you're asking if my kids have ever seen it. I have never seen my kids. So that's what we'll start there. A lot of time on the road. I was like, you yeah. have any kids? Uh, not as far as I know. You know, nobody's come out yet. Well, not yet until one day, you know, you find out you have 50 of them in every state because you've toured and played all these gigs. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, Larry has 50 children in his own nation. Exactly. <laughs> You'll find out when he does the, the AMC. Yeah, yeah, that looks like my dad. Yeah, yeah. Your mom loved Sarah Jessica Parker back yeah. then. She used to dress up like her. <laughs> I guess so many great stories you have told us over the years. You guys have told us so many different stories about, uh, you know, behind the scenes and what you're working on. Fun stories about how you guys met and so many different things like that. Now, you know, throughout the year, you're always working on projects. Have you guys ever wanted to work on different projects together, not Halloween based? Have you ever tried to, you know, get in a movie together recently or do anything else or collab in some way? Um, you know, it, because of all the excitement, um, Tobias and I have remained friends over the years, and you know, there's times where we don't get to see each other as often, or traveling, or working on stuff. Um, but we've really enjoyed uh, hanging out quite a bit through this process this year because of, of, of how big the 25th anniversary is and will be. And uh, we're we're talking about doing uh, because we've done several podcasts. We really like hanging out and chatting. We're, we're talking about maybe doing a Jay and Ice podcast bring on our friends and maybe talk about, you know, anything Hocus Pocus related or what we're working on now or, you know, other celebrity friends we have and other non-celebrity friends that are just interesting people. But um, we really like the idea of, of this kind of platform to be able to, to just pe- for people to get to know us. We're both still working actors and, um, you know, doing music and all kinds of stuff. Tobias, as you know, was also part of that phenomenon stranger things he was a uh he was a role in that uh reoccurring role there which we were one of the fbi agents the lead agent yeah yeah up up next to the evil matthew matthew modine and it was what an awesome cast that that was but he's also been on arrow and um what are some of the other ones that you've done recently Baskets was a lot of fun. New show, uh, Paramount Network, American Woman. That was mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone. Y'all need to check all this stuff out. I mean, Tobias, he's so versatile that some of the stuff you see, you wouldn't even recognize him because uh, he's just, he's a great actor. He really transforms uh, like a chameleon. Um, one of the things he also does, uh, which is kind of fun and a lot of work, these Spectrum commercials. Have you seen these with the mummy and the werewolf? Um, who else is that? The Grim Weeper. Yeah. Anyway, Tobias is the mummy, and you wouldn't even recognize him. They have contacts in them and just makeup. How long does it take for you to get into that? A couple hours. Yeah, and you, you've yeah. done a series of these now. We've right? done four yeah. rounds. Yeah. Around 16 spots. So you wouldn't even know he's yeah. there. They did such great people, though. Uh, Ed French, and he's a special effects makeup artist who's, you know, Oscar nominated. They brought in the best of the best people who were the key makeup for Buffy. And a lot of these oh, other shows. Really? So they got, Todd yeah, they did it right. Yes. 
the little yes. guy with the beard. Yes. And, oh, he's so great. Yeah. So uh, it's funny how we all cross paths yeah. too. Like even working on set, we were all and in trailers and yeah. stuff. And, and we've all crossed paths between all these sci-fi shows or, you know, just being in the industry. I think people kind of fall out and we're still standing. <laughs> and, um, uh, but yeah, you can, you can find, uh, Tobias's stuff. Well, we're all on Instagram. It's funny your name for them so they know how to, uh, uh yeah, see if I so remember. T-O-B-I-S. T-O-B-I-A-S. Sorry. And then, uh, J. Yeah, A. J-E-L-I-N-E-K. You probably didn't know Tobias that. Jill, uh, well, I think I've seen it yeah. once or twice. Yeah. And then mine's just Larry Bagby, B-A-G-B-Y. But yeah. if you if you go and you can find us online and, you know, also check out, like, R-I-M-D-B and see some of the other stuff we've done. But it's great. We're, we'll we're be still... hanging out. It's wonderful. You know, Larry's been super busy with the music and, and touring and uh, some projects roped him back into L.A. I'm very happy to say, like, you know, recent guest star on 911. And so I think we got him back. And I'm going to do everything I can to just keep him here because it has been a lot of phone calls and that's it. You know what I mean? It's nice to have him here in the flesh. Yeah, it's going to be back here in L.A., which I I am finally. Yeah. Well, you know, he's so busy and still after all these years, we've never been able to produce his cover of I Put a Spell on You, although I will keep bringing it up every single year. I know. (laughs) I know. It's coming. It's coming. It is coming. You know they they did that they did some really awesome musical oh, numbers yeah. at the twentieth. Just wait. Jordan Fisher, awesome singer, is phenomenal. He's got this super high voice. I mean, he's got a great voice. And what did he sing? What was the song? Was it was it spelling? You know, I think that. Oh, was it's uh, it's, it was one of those. Slower, Are you allowed to say? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I don't. I'm not. I think say it's up. Um, okay, I don't. Yeah. Well, then we'll just let you see it. But. You're going to love it. Like, Kenny comes from this amazing background of choreography and music and dance. He's he's put on some of the biggest shows in the world, including uh, working on Michael Jackson's last tour, the This Is It. I mean, he did the Olympics in Salt Lake City, just grand events. So this thing on the He 20th, really knows how to do it. It's, he, and yeah. he's such a good uh, – he knows how to entertain the audiences. And, and just it was just like – it's a phenomenal show. Like, even without the movie, it would be a great you, show to watch. You know, that, that's itself. the thing. I, it was Kenny that I really, you know, for the longest time when I heard he was in choreography, you always think of dance. You know what I mean? You think of dance and movement. But the the thing the thing that it, I finally realized this year is his choreography, it's not just about dance or singing. It's the choreography of an entire experience. It's the timing. It's the beats. It's, it's the, the timing of moving from one even thing to the, the next. And that's that John Debney did. Yeah. It was just, there was a dance to the whole movie, yeah. It's which is why, you know, it's very easily translated into a musical they're doing in Florida right now. Same yeah. thing, just this full-on musical in, in Orlando. Yeah. Have you heard of that, Jonathan? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's one of those where it does transform and allow itself into go all, into all these different formats because of the way he does it, you know? I mean, he remained to be active uh, with what's trending, what's new, looking into the future. You know, he has never phased himself out over the years. That's right. That's right. I mean, the he's, people, a cla- he's a classic, yeah. I mean, and yeah. he's been ahead of his time always. Like, check, his Instagram is really cool. He's so genuine, yeah. but, he, he, you know, he's got... He's done all the Descendants, and, and I think they used to Descendants 3, the high school musicals. Um, Everything he kind of touches. I mean, Newsies. Newsies. we got to remember Newsies. For anyone who hasn't seen Newsies, yeah, you have. Another to. great. And now yeah. that's on Broadway, too, yeah. right? 
Yeah, and high so, schools are putting on that production. I mean, it's wonderful. It's one, another one of those classics. He's one of those silent classics. I feel Hocus Pocus is a great representation of Kenny Ortega and the way he has worked and the way he's kind of entered cultural relevance. He's always been relevant, but now you really feel it. It's like yeah. the roots are set. You he's know? so he's so stylized. Nobody can touch like because he's just gotten better and better, and he, he, you know, like a fine wine. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Barrels, kind of yeah. top shelf, yeah. Angels envy here. Um, yeah, you know, I, bef- you know, before we leave, I, I, I do need to um, mention, you know, because we we finally located some of oh, the home footage. video footage that Larry recorded on his high eight, Jonathan, and we brought <laughs> a little bit in. For the 20th, for the yeah, you'll see, you'll it. see a couple of clips. We were right next door to each other when we were shooting the film. Our trailers had a door that separated us, but it was a door that could open. Yeah, and that was the key. So we made, we were making like these little movies while we were waiting to go on the set in our costumes, just messing around. Like we were just clearly a little bored, but we got all this footage. We have some footage of the. Of the scene. The of the scene. Also, Kenny scenes, directing us in the, the cemetery. Scene. The ding, ding. And then kids goofing off like lunch with Omri and then little bits On with set. Yeah. The hotel in Salem. So that just keep your eyes out because that will be popping up soon. Well, then, finding you know, the outlet right now. Jonathan's yeah. been with us so long. Yeah. He's asked for this over the years. Yes. We should give him an exclusive clip for just them. Yeah. Nobody's seen. <laughs> We'll do that for you, Jonathan. Awesome. And you know, those are the kind of things where there's so little material that has been out there over the years too, because I mean, I literally, there is probably like one Disney channel making of that was 15 minutes long that was used as a bumper in between TV shows. And I think that's the only thing that's ever been made public. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now this last couple of weeks, the footage they've gotten on this, I mean, they had cameras rolling on and off stage. So every time we come back, it, it was it's like an award show where we're yeah. talking about, about being backstage and, and and the excitement. You know, I had one moment like Tobias was talking about when he snapped this photo. Uh, it was a great selfie, um, and it's all the Hocus Pocus kids, and uh, and that went viral with Entertainment Weekly and People dot com. Anyway, so it's been interesting to see how how much people. I guess appreciate and love to see us all back together. Yeah. Um, but the thought that I had just passed, so I'm not sure what to say right now. You said I had that moment. Oh, the photo. You had. So, it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can edit this. Yeah. Um. So the my moment, other moment was we're sitting there and Tobias was talking about us just having our arms around each other in the backstage. This is unreal. Then I was watching the monitor backstage at the very, right before we all come on at the very end of the show. And, and I just, I just, it just hit me, man. It was like, I, I just got emotional and it, like I, I had a couple tears uh, of joy where I was like, I, I feel so blessed and lucky to have been a part of this phenomenal thing. I'm a fan outside of the fact that I'm in the movie or we're in the movie, but the fact that we're in some way connected and make people happy in that light and that Kenny could see that and believe in us all. Like it made all the difference in the world. And that, that was the magic of the evening. That's Hocus Pocus. 
Well, definitely, you know, and that's the kind of thing too, like you said, where it's one of those where you sit back and you realize how big it's become and how things, you know, things that go down in cinema history aren't always the Oscar winners. They're not always these huge films. They're not always the ones that, you know, people are like, oh, that was the best movie. Cinematography was awesome. No, they are the ones that people memorize the lines. They wear out the videotapes. Those are the ones that they're curling up and watching these films every single year. Those are the movies that go down in history. Those are the ones that, uh, you know, people remember and you are part of something like this, something that is going to go down in history. People love it and it's never going to disappear. I mean, one day I see, you know, two old men, you guys are going to be in your rocking chairs, rocking back and forth. And they're going to be like, all right, those two guys, I know exactly where you're from because I watched it. My grandkids watched it. My great grandkids are watching it. It's just one of those films. And as wow. I get up to go to bed, and I turn off the TV, turn around, I have ice shit in the back of my head yeah, after all these years. <laughs> then I croak. Wait, so Jonathan, that last question. I got, do you feel that in the past few years it's become even more popular? It is a little hard to, to see from the inside, but do you feel that it, it has grown in, in popularity since... I don't know, 2015 or so? Well, I think in, within the last two or three years, it's taken off as this cult status. I mean, it's taken this direction. You know, like I said, we've been on the bandwagon for many, many years, but it's a lot like Nightmare Before Christmas, which is also celebrating 25 years as well this year. It's kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas. If you remember, Disney branded it Touchstone Pictures before the new releases say Walt Disney Pictures because they didn't want anything to do with it. And it kind of flopped kind of in and out of theaters. And I love Nightmare Before Christmas for years. And now all of a sudden in the last, you know, five, 10 years, it's gotten huge. It's gotten gigantic. Everybody loves Nightmare Before Christmas. And I think the same thing has happened with Hocus Pocus. I think over the years, the kids that have had this film passed down, like myself to my children, they're growing up with it being this cult status, kind of like us growing up watching Psycho. You know, it's just one of those where it gets passed down. I mean, you know, it's it's become this staple. And yes, I do agree within the last two, three years, it really has gained some notoriety and something big. Uh, and, and I don't see it going anywhere. It's kind of like, you know, you sit down during Halloween, you watch Charlie Brown, Mad Monster Party, Garfield, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, you get them all in during the night. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Thanksgiving, planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> and Gremlins. <laughs> too. <laughs> Well, and I don't want to keep you guys too long. I know you guys are busy, always trying to get together, and you always make time for us here at Diz Radio. Like I said, great friends of the show, back every year, always celebrating Halloween. But I guess in closing here, because it never gets old talking Hocus Pocus with you guys, talking so many different things, so many different stories, it never gets old to me to talk about this and come back every single year, talk about all the different things that you guys have done. But looking back with all these different projects, the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus, it's going to be airing on Freeform on the 20th of October, along with the film and so many other things. Is there anything you guys want to leave out there? Tobias, Larry, leave out there or for all the fans listening in who are fans of Jay and Ice, fans of Hocus Pocus, old fans like us here at the show have been loving this film for years, or new fans who have recently discovered their love for this film and the 25th anniversary. Is there anything you want to leave out there for all the fans listening in? Let's see. Like closing statements on on uh, uh, our feelings about the movie? Is that well, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I think just, you know, what, what comes up for me, Jonathan, is what a special year this is. I, I guess I really have to say this 25th anniversary meant a lot to be there. And it's one of these things where you have conversations like 
having conversations with you over the years or, or, you know, meeting fans or having people reach out on social media. This was one of those years where you got to see people face to face. And whether it was the cast, the creators, fans in costume or out of costume, it was, it was a very special year. And, and so I think I'm very excited that it will be shared across the country on Freeform and that people will have a chance to be a part of it. You know, a lot of people couldn't make it. Either they couldn't get in or they, you know, they, they lived somewhere else. And uh, we've been talking to a lot of them on social media. And what I can say is everyone is excited to watch it on the 20th. And um, so, it's got, you know, it's, it's a special year. That's the thing. We talk about it, uh, but, but for whatever reason, it kind of came together in a new way for the 25th anniversary. And, I, I think it. I think it'll become a new hocus pocus memory for everybody to to see it, and then I'm sure the special will be aired in in years to come. But this is it. 2018 marks the 25th anniversary, so it's a special year. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tobias. Well said. Um, I, I think the other thing that uh, I wanted to mention was, you know, like you were talking about, there wasn't that much extra material that that they put out about the film. And I, I picked up because I heard about just through the internet <laughs> about this 25th anniversary DVD they released this year, and I thought that's kind of strange that they're doing that before this big event because we hadn't even filmed our interviews. We went in a separate day and we did uh, about an hour and a half of uh, interviews, just Tobias and I together with uh, a camera crew, and uh, they asked us a bunch of questions and. We were able to share some of these same stories and, uh, um, shared some great memories and some new memories came about while we were sharing. But the footage they got between us all, I, I believe they even have Sarah Jessica Parker they've interviewed. They're probably going to get bit, bet before, before they release anything more. But not only will this freeform, uh, airing be really awesome and full of new surprises, but I think they'll release another DVD. I'm imagining with all this extra footage of of the of what it was like working behind the scenes after all these years. People got to check out our check our Instagrams out in the weeks to come because we will be putting little bits of this behind the scenes footage because um, we're excited to share that stuff. It's it, it, people the people who've shown it to really dig it, and uh, so we're going to make sure we throw some of that out there for for Hocus Pocus fans. Yeah, we're most active on on our Instagram these days. So if you want to keep up with this hocus pocus craze, check us out on on Instagram. Larry Bagby on Instagram and Tobias Delenic yeah. on Instagram. Well, very cool. Well, you know, it was our pleasure to have you guys stop back on once again for the eighth annual. Diz Radio, not-so-scary Halloween celebration that we always do here. We love having you guys back every single year for it. Always sharing, always fun, and now 25 years of Hocus Pocus, the 25th anniversary, many more years to come. I know we'll have you back on for the 50th anniversary. Who knows? There is so many different things, and 25 years is a feat in itself. So thank you once again for stopping in. You guys are always fun, full of stories, full of life, and always ready to jump for Diz Radio to jump back here on the show, which we we appreciate, we love, and of course, I gotta say it, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Jonathan. Happy Halloween to everybody happy, out there. Yeah. Thank you to all of our fans. Honestly, it, it's amazing, and we know you're not just fans of us, but thank you for being fans of, of a classic movie, 
And thanks for your support, because without you guys, none of this would matter. Oh, it's about you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really made this so spectacular, and I know we both feel blessed to be a part of it. For sure. I put a spell on you. Because of mine. Stop the things you do. <laughs> What's up? Heads, I hope you have a wonderful fall this time of season, enjoying the crisp air, the, the leaves changing, and as well enjoying all the wonderful pumpkin spice everything. Yeah, <laughs> pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin rolls, all the fun desserts that we can eat this time of year, and as well we can enjoy it through the rest of the year, unless we have some stored pumpkin spice drinks. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful fall season, and as we are kicking off this time of year. What's your favorite uh, activity that you like to enjoy this fall? Is it enjoying the nice cool where you can grab your hoodie or sweatshirt, enjoying maybe a nice campfire with your friends and family, or eating some wonderful pumpkin roll spice or desserts that you like to enjoy? Well, hope you have a wonderful fall season and this is Randy giving you a nice shout out to all those who love this time of year. Shivers down your spine Shrieking skulls will shock your soul Seal your doom tonight Spooky, scary skeletons Speak with some 
such a screech You'll shake and shudder in surprise When you hear these zombies shriek We're so sorry skeletons You're so misunderstood You only want to socialize But I don't think we should A spooky scary skeleton Shout startling shrilly screams Sneak from their sarcophagus and just won't leave you be. Spirit supernatural or shy, what's all the fuss? But bags of bones seem so unsafe, it's semi serious. So I am back once again. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It was fun to get back into the studio, back in action. I know you D-heads have been asking when we are going to return. Well, we are back. It's Halloween. It's fun. It's our annual Halloween shows. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to our very good friends here at the show, Tobias Jelenic and Larry Bagby. Definitely find them out on their official Instagrams and many other places. They're always a riot fun people to talk to, and great friends here at the show for the last eight years, always popping in to celebrate Halloween with us here at Diz Radio. I'd also like to thank the D-Team, because without the D-Team, there'd be nothing more than me rambling week in and week out. So an extended thank you to Michael, Dominic, Alexa, and Randy, all stopping in here this week with their signature segments and adding that little bit of fun. And remember, you can always connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. And most of all, I want to thank you, the D-Heads. You are the most important. You are the ones that make this happen. You are the reason we are back after a short hiatus. We had to take a break. A lot of personal things going on. But you know what? Every single day, getting those emails from you, D-Heads, asking when the show is going to return, you know, it makes that drive even better. And I am excited to be back once again. So thank you, the D-Heads. You truly are the heart and soul of Diz Radio. So next week, we're going to continue on with our annual Halloween celebration. And before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in here, and it's somebody that's full of fun, full of great, and somebody that's full of hat boxes, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DizRadioShow. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, many other places 
always fun to get involved. All you got to do is search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand. All are going to help you find our show in some different way. It's always fun to get connected with all of you listening here at the show. And remember, if you want to stay connected instantly, you want to listen to the show, you need it right away in your ears to celebrate Halloween and all the other seasons. You just need to listen to the D-Team and all of our guests and so much more. All you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and search Diz Radio, Disney On Demand, or Disney Blue, and all of which are going to pop it up. You hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released right away on your Android, your iPhone, the device of your choosing to listen to the shows instantly and enjoy. And if I'm talking way too fast because you can tell I might be excited just being back here, all you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com, and you can find all these links there as well. Wow. That is, uh, I'm out of. I might need a hand. I might need a handful of candy corn after all of that. But now, clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week. He's a former Disney animator. You may know him from working on such things like Ursula, Hades, Treasure Planet, The Lion King, and many other things. He also creates some great, ghoulishly spooky Halloween art, Halloween masks, and all kinds of fun. And he's a fan of the Hatbox Ghost. I'm going to leave it at that, all of you D-heads. So until next week, it feels good to be back. We are here, our month-long celebration, our 8th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. So until then, as I always say, take time, slow down, never neglect family for business. You can always make money. You can't always make memories. So go out there, carve those pumpkins, bob for apples, take a walk in the fall breeze, just make those memories happen. Happy Halloween, all of you D-heads, and until next week, keep it spooky. Oh, boy, I see you got my invitation. <laughs> Welcome to our not-so-scary Halloween party. We're so glad you could make it. And look, the gang's all here. Hope you're having a good time. It's not so very scary. Wow, you look terrific. It's really not so scary. <laughs> Your costume is beautiful. <laughs> I just love Halloween. To you.
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.